0: Welcome to Lowering the Rim. Are you ready to go down? Yeah, know who we are. Now we win. Look at the air. Look at the hangar. That basketball will never be the same. You go to the home. It's done. We're talking about practice, man.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Lowering the Rim. The NBA sh- podcast where we set basketball goals to a reasonable height so again drew here along with caleb and keegan and a tiny caleb that's my, that's my son um today we're gonna just get into a few quick topics i just want to get your guys thoughts on um just to start off there's been a lot of chatter this season about the NBA ratings. Um they've been dipping. Are
2: they've, they is it like PG thirteen now or what? <laughs> 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 they upped it to R. We get into the N C
1: seventeen area. Well, they just they aren't able to compete with the NFL type numbers and there's just a lot of speculation as to why that is. So I thought since you two <clears throat> don't really watch the nba whatsoever uh we could get your reasons on you know what why you would or wouldn't watch an nba game what are some of the obstacles for you guys you know if just the, as the most casual of fans if
2: the league had maybe a full team of zion williamsons then we would really
0: then i'd watch <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll, uh, I mean, I don't watch basketball for the same reason I don't watch football. That's because it's just too too many breaks. It's not enough, not enough game per minute happening on a watchdown.
2: I would think people would like basketball more because it's faster, and your chances of catching up are greater than football, which is more of a stop and go sport. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I agree. With, I w- definitely agree with that. I mean, I'm if I'm going to watch a sport, it's going to be basketball because it's fast-paced. But it's just the same reason I don't watch much TV. But
2: anymore. the Super Bowl, they've figured out to make the commercials almost a contest, so the breaks are fun. Yeah. And the NBA Finals don't do anything like that.
1: No. And well, the thing is, that's only one game out of the NFL season, but they, their ratings are really good every single game. It's not just the Super Bowl. Mm. And that's where it's like the NBA just hasn't been able to compete.
0: But has that has that always been the case, though?
1: Yeah, the NFL has always had better uh, ratings. It's just
0: more of an, for whatever reason, it's more of an American. Uh, the American public favor that.
1: You know, say just the sport. Are there any other reasons that would inhibit you? You know, just say you're stuck in a hotel on a on a Tuesday on a cold Winnipeg night, and you're flipping through. There is a game on, but is there anything that would you know is keeping you from watching that versus maybe Wild Wild West on TNT or? Last time I was in a hotel, I actually did catch
2: the end of a Zion game <laughs> and thought this was exciting, but it was like the fourth. I think it was the first time you played
1: Okay. that one,
2: so. and I did watch it over, so I'm saying, that's what I said earlier. I already thought I said this. Make a whole team of Zions. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh and Caleb, your suggestion is somehow they <laughs> get rid of commercials, yeah, sort of a stream s- like a streaming, s- like how everything else is Netflix and
0: yeah. I mean, Hulu. even uh, I mean, I'm not really answering the question. I'm am sort of um, guarding myself against actually answering the question because I, d- I don't really know why I don't watch basketball because I watch I would watch a TV show on on sort of a basic cable with commercials. Steve. I was just watching Malcolm in the Middle on Hulu, that had commercials. So uh, less commitment, maybe it's a twenty-minute episode versus. A I th- could I be. I think. I think there's. I think I'm maybe Keegan's sitting on something with, maybe, p- pacing it up a little bit, pacing up the sport, get get some more razzle dazzle.
2: I think for you, I'm going to diagnose you as the NBA just doesn't have that much of a narrative you sort of like that three act structure beginning middle end
0: maybe we just do three quarters act one (laughs) and
2: act two and act three okay you want sort of a save the cat moment dark night of the soul and then the finale some of
1: us are working on our mfa and (laughs) (laughs) so you'd like a cadence to it you know this is, it's I, want predictable. To see
0: some, I want to see some character development. You
1: want some uh-huh.
2: dialogue. You want to mic everybody. Are you tired
1: <laughs> of the current characters that are in the NBA? Maybe you just need new blood. Keegan no. has already yeah. confirmed that he wants Zion, which is a new character. I
0: actually think there's a lot of good characters in the NBA. I mean, there, there are villains and there are, there are good guys. Um, I think probably a lot of that has to do with the way the, the press covers these people they kind of seems like they they try to create um heels and faces the way that they cover people
1: um do you think maybe that they don't lean into it enough like it's not wwf enough like when dennis rodman was in the league he really was giving you sort of a show you know he was a showman Uh, yeah Yeah. and (laughs) carl malone that's true
0: um I think that that would maybe feel forced to me. I'm sorry, I'm be, I'm being. There's a very sweet spot that I'm talking about here, and he's honing uh, it in. And, and I I can't articulate it, but um, I because I do feel sometimes they do that a little too much. Is uh, trying to make um people people worse than they actually are, or better than they actually are. So
1: creating a false narrative yeah. that doesn't actually exist. Yeah.
0: Um. So I think I think step 1 get rid of that fourth quarter. Uh-huh. Um and step 2 can we can we have some sort of um natural character arcs within a season, maybe within each game um that also sort of covers the season abroad. Mhm.
1: So right now we're in season 79 episode uh, 59 I believe and still sort of haven't we don't know where it's going. Yeah, I, it's hard to tell what's coming
2: up, you know. But, uh, it's sort of like SNL. Sometimes you get a good cast, sometimes you don't. And you just tune it out for a couple seasons.
1: A couple decades. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it
2: all just depends.
1: Okay, well, speaking of characters in the NBA, I thought, um, you know, since we're kind of at a... Still coming back from All-Star. We could take a look at um, your guys' thoughts on different high-profile characters in the NBA's sneakers. And you could just tell me, you know, I don't think you guys have necessarily seen any of these yet. Maybe your initial reactions. Uh, we'll start off with LeBron's latest shoe, the LeBron 17. Um, here, This is what it looks like, that top the one LeBron there. LeBron 17. This what red. What's sort of your guys' initial thoughts of, of that shoe? Are these the Monstar ah, oh shoes? They did different? come in a Monstar colorway. This is not that colorway, but it's the same uh, shoe. Uh,
0: is that just uh, a texture or what? With this red that I'm looking at. Yeah, it's it's built out of a sort of a a eh? knit fused with
1: um it, plastic it, so that it's hard in certain areas. But. It
0: has this sort of um like uh Sort of light speed travel through space vibe. The the little red pills look like they're Like hit when they hit, when they it, when they they hit of, the. They're kind of coming at you from sort of, sort of an epicenter, as if the they're shield. jumping to light speed on Star Wars. That yeah, that screen. I kind of it's got sort of this spacey sort of vibe to it that I kind of like. Keegan, what do you think of this season's LeBron?
2: Uh. Phew. That shoe is pretty boring. Maybe it looks cooler in the flesh, but just from that image, I would not buy that shoe. If you took the name LeBron out of that, you would even think it's even
1: worse. That Yeah, I think agree with that. If his that name is. wasn't on it, man, it really might not sell whatsoever. I okay. The
2: Monstar okay. version was better.
1: So here is the KD-12. That's the shoe he would have played in this year. Um, oh, that's a nice Golden shoe. Golden State. If he was That's just stage. one colorway. Uh, what what do you guys think of that one? I like I like the the purple. Wait, this
2: one or that? Wait, cuts? which one
0: am I looking at? I'm oh looking at oh, blue. sorry. Blue. What's looking at? You gotta be clear. <laughs> Could
1: uh we it, get some
0: clarity? Well, it's
1: the one that says KD right above it.
0: Well, I'm not reading. I'm not reading here. I'm just looking at pictures. <laughs> I'm not here to you know, be smart. <laughs> uh, it was my impression that there would be no reading. Um. All right, so the <laughs> Kyrie six. What do you guys think of that one?
2: Uh, uh, I'm gonna give it maybe like an eight. I am a sucker for purple. It's my favorite color. So, but there's something something a little I like
0: not popping about it. You I know, like it's the a little <laughs> flat. I like the purple. I don't like that the salmon color as much. It's sort of the gummy. Um, now this shoe is actually
1: almost a replica of the very successful Kanye West shoe that he made for Nike and that was sort of the first critique of it when it when it came out is that okay. now people can afford the Yeezy that they couldn't afford back when oh, Nike I released see. it because it looks afford- very similar
0: Kyriezy. Mm-hmm. I uh, I wouldn't know to make that critique because I maybe the shoe is for me because I don't know the yeah, I, w-
2: I would, if I bought those, I wouldn't know that I'd get made fun of for for some feezies. Is that what they call fake <laughs> Yeezys? <laughs> okay, so
1: what do you think of the uh, new Paul George? That's the PG4 shoe.
2: This is one of those shoes that I really like the way it looks, but wouldn't actually wear it, because it's so bright and bold. But I actually yeah. really like bright and bold, Drew, <laughs> but I wouldn't wear it, because I've worn bright shoes before, and I, I wore... Those tennis ball colored LeBrons once, uh huh, and I was the Volt colorway, and someone was, someone like said to me at the market, whew, those shoes are bright," and they blinded their eyes, and then I never wore them again.
1: You didn't like that sort of attention, no. Don't you think it's weird that people make comments like that though? Out of you know, it's a stranger. Like, why? What? What is driving that person to even make that comment to you? I've always found that kind of weird. You know, it's like it's a one-off. It's not going anywhere. What's the point of even saying not getting it? Getting to know? know
2: who I am, and it's not like it was a guy out front asking me to sign something for some political agenda of any kind. It was just a—he was not. Was a regular it. man at the food for less with a handcart.
0: Maybe he's just uh, wanting to get a sort of a quick convo in. You know, maybe he just wants to, to converse, wants to chew the fat a little bit. You know. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with making. Statements. But it's a statement
1: of fact. That's th- I think that's what throws me off. It's not a question. It's not a it, like inviting. It's just, it's basically what you're thinking, but you just say it out loud instead. It's sort of a new There's no word for it to really go.
0: Well, I fr- uh, let me throw this out there for you. I was reading an article recently about how some people don't have inner monologues, and so they have to speak things verbally. So it could be that.
1: And that that's his only way to express his, his ideas is yeah. outwardly as possible. Okay. Hmm. <coughs> so, the Curry 7. What do you guys think of that Looking one? Looking at
2: the Curry 7, they got a color scheme of, scheme of gray, black, and orange. They look very uh, kind of Nintendo, 90s Nintendo tech. My way to describe that shoe—that
0: actually makes me like it when you describe. I didn't like it before you said that. Uh, I'm gonna get. I I could
2: see myself wearing those, but not buying them. You figure that one out.
0: Uh, What I'll tell you, what's really throwing me is the background that it's on. I think that's confusing the shoe for me. That they're floating in the air. No, that it's like a grayscale gradient. I think I think that's detracting from. The aesthetic. I mean, it'd probably be cleaner if it was just on a black background.
2: Now you went to school for shoe backgrounds.
0: Yeah. And what sort of uh, tips were they? You know, what
1: were the f- the pillars of shoe
0: background? Well, I would say what you want, you either want it on just a black or a white background because like some of these shoes, like uh, what was up before this bright one? Who is that? The Paul George. Paul George. Uh. The background is doing more for the shoe than the shoe is doing for the shoe. So you're, so it's that background is really helping sell the shoe, which is good, but it doesn't give you a sense of what that shoe looks like in an environment. But if you if you go down to this, what well, we're gonna get to the Russ here. This would be the Why Not 3 That's Russell a, Westbrook just shoe. Just on a clean white background, that gives you a sense of the shoe you're actually buying. I like
2: love every Russell Westbrook shoe that I've seen so far. And I like this shoe this a lot. feels
0: like I'm I'm gonna go to the max with Zach Morris this is what this sort of like.
2: say by the bell look to it patterns and designs and shapes and maybe I could see myself flashing in front of sort of the color static behind me and maybe there's a heart shape cut out of my face and then my name underneath that is sort of my Save by the bell intro oh. pi- uh, <laughs> picture. <laughs>
0: Now Keegan, you went to school for a Save by the Bell Intro Pictures. Tell us a little bit about that. These are the pillars. Static shapes. Colors.
1: Neon. (laughs) And carefree. Okay, so if if you were having to buy one of these shoes today, it sounded like Keegan you would get the Westbrooks. Caleb, which one would you Yeah, I'd get the
0: Westbrooks which one would you buy? I get Go to that KD shoe. We skipped the KD. I feel like I'd get the KD or the, the Stephs. Okay. Well, there you have it, folks.
1: This week in shoes.
0: What would you get? Well, I oh, ha- Holly, can you take him? Yeah, here. Okay. Pizza's here. Hey, everyone. The pizza's here. Oh. We're going to take a 30.
1: Pizza is here, um, and that is not from the Max, like we had previously spoken about. Uh, okay, so we're gonna jump into basketball or dash. This uh-huh. is a um, <clears throat> may or may not be a fan favorite. We don't well, know because we have haven't gotten any emails yet. <laughs> and that's lowering the rim at gmail.com. dot Lowering the rim at gmail.com.
0: And I just want to give a little bit of grace to our listeners. Maybe it can't be a favorite because. Uh, you haven't heard us do it before. So I just you know, that's be, fair. That's I fair. just want to give you guys a little grace out there in uh, little headphone little land grace. or however you're listening to your podcast.
1: All right, so this is where I'm going to give Keegan and Caleb a basketball term, and they're going to tell me what they think it means. So the first one we're going to start with is tanking.
0: <laughs> oh, that's very clear. It's just when you're... Uh,
1: Tanking
2: is sort of when you build up a bit of a sweat in your tank top, your jersey, and it's certain creating a ring, a visible ring around your neck of that sweat. You're really tanking, they say.
0: What's mm-hmm. close. I think it's just when you, you're not wearing your jersey, you're just wearing a sort of very thin white tank top, and that's that's your apparel for the The compression game. type top. yeah. And that's what you're wearing for the game, and it's you've worn it a couple times, so it's got a bit of a yellow hue to it, yes. just in parts.
1: So, like using it in a sentence, you could say, "Boy, he's really giving up on this game. He's taking his jersey off, and he is just tanking." Yeah. Okay, the well, next thank one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. It's... The next one is D H O. Ooh, an
0: acronym. D-H-O. D-H-O.
1: That's and that's how people say it. It's not like a, I just turned it into an acronym. That's how they would use it in a sense.
0: That's when you get a package delivered in the middle of a game. Mm-hmm. D-H-O. <laughs> the
2: acronym stands for Doctors Have Orders. And that's, you don't follow the doctor's orders. or not. Don't play on your foot. If he says don't
0: play on your foot, don't play on your foot. Well, I th- <laughs> It's just that they have the orders. You can do what you want that with them. Too.
1: That sounds pretty pretty on the nose to me. All right, the last one is
0: scouting. Scouting. That's uh, during the halftime show, you know, when they are shooting the like uh, three point, you get you make a three point, you get a. McDonald's burger or something. You know what I'm talking about those little competitions they do between quarters. With the hey, fans gonna, out of the yeah, stands. Yeah, we're gonna invite oh, someone out. Yeah. You get a couple of Boy Scouts or a couple of Girl Scouts. They're the ones doing the competition. <coughs> Scouting. So, yeah. you could sort of see how the words <laughs> work.
2: Scouting is just when the NBA and their families go out on. Uh, boy boy and Girl Scouts trips and get all their badges. Uh, sons and daughters of the NBA getting. <laughs> selling cookies. Getting. tell you what, I love those Samoa cookies and I would buy those from any NBA or non NBA, uh, Boy Scout or Girl Scout.
1: Now, what is the classic Samoa cookie? That is uh, coconut
2: chocolate and caramel oh. i believe it comes in a traditional round cookie shape with a hole in it uh that one or the um i can't remember the name of the lemon cookies
0: oh yeah what, those are called uh ooh, smiley no smiles smiles are they called smiles because they're like the yellow Cause face they or? make you happy uh, they're not called uh, smiles oh. what are they called so that would be your other go-to. What is that? I like the Tagalongs. The tagalongs. What is the that's, Tagalong? That's the peanut butter and chocolate one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So All it's just right. like a Reese's? Sort of. It's like a cookie. And they put a little peanut butter on top of that, and then they cover that in chocolate. Okay, yeah. So that's, that's the one I kind of go for. I'll tell you what I don't go for, and this is very controversial, is the Thin Mints. That's the last... I actually won't eat it. It just tastes too much like toothpaste or something? Yeah, but I think that's most people's
2: favorite. I have learned to like thin mints.
1: Now, how how long did you have to go to grad school to learn to like thin <laughs> mints? Was this just a master's or a PhD? Like,
2: or? My mint chocolate chip taste buds didn't develop till later in life. I still don't like the... Mint chocolate chip ice cream, but I'll gladly have like an Andes mm-hmm. chocolate mint, and I'll gladly have a couple, Drew, not a lot, a couple thin mint cookies. I'd, pr- I'd actually take those over the dosy Dose, which I think is just a sugar cookie. Yeah. And Drew,
0: I would just like to clarify for our listeners so that, that I'm not a villain here I don't like anything mint with it as a dessert. Okay. So. That's mm-hmm. just my bag.
1: Well, I just think it's important to know that even if you hit tongue puberty late, <laughs> <laughs> at least you still hit it. You know, that's there's no shame in that. Just everyone comes at a different time, you know. Thanks, thanks, thanks for that good word, Drew. Calvin, you still it. might. Who knows? You may be can, a really late bloomer. What are you now? You're,
0: you're. I mean, you are what forty six, but <laughs> yeah, I'm getting up there. Yeah, but you know different people different tongues tongues Tongues. cool well you got another one or
1: no i think that's gonna (laughs) do it for this episode of lowering the rim um be sure to email us any questions nba related or non-nba
0: related um i've got a question um just for you drew have you been having fun watching this nba season how's this nba season stacking up for you you know I've enjoyed the games I have watched um,
1: I haven't been as engaged this year As past years But I'm sure Once playoffs come around I will get more into it But um I'm trying to think Yeah this season
0: It's felt kind of flat hmm. I would say yeah I don't know well, if uh, for all you listeners, if this season is feeling flat, be sure to let us know. Um, and also, I just want to say that maybe sometimes it's good to look inward. Maybe it's just uh, you're changing, and maybe it's not the <laughs> sport. <laughs> maybe it's maybe I hit puberty. It's, it's, it's you, sports puberty. <laughs>
1: Well, I think part of the non-engagement is my the team I watch the most is rolling out a G League team, so that's not, you know, uh, well that yeah. great to watch. Although, I did go to a Pacers-Pelicans game live, and that was a lot of fun. Mm. Um, although, Zion sat out, and once again, I've been to about five or six live NBA games, and all of them but one, the Stars sat out. So, that... Has become more and more frustrating that you're going to games and the the players you want to see are not playing. That's the problem. There could be telling stars sitting sitting Star out. Sitting. Here's the real here's the real rub with that one. So, about four or five rows below us, there is a dad and his son both wearing Zion jerseys. Think about how that kid. I don't know how old he was. Maybe nine, ten. Fully geared out, and then the player he wanted to see is just sitting for no reason. He wasn't injured or anything, so think about you know that's probably happening on a nightly basis where these people. That's something. Yeah, that's that's, that's something not, the that's league needs good. to really. That's not good. Take a take a better hard, look take at a hard look at. Yeah, because they've addressed it before with the load management and stuff, but it, you know. I don't think that's healthy when you're... This is what fans are getting. Like I said, I've. that's happened to me more t- often mm-hmm. than not. So,
2: So does the NFL <coughs> ever do stuff like that?
1: No, because those guys need to play. Because there's only, what, there's only 15 games in a season or 16 games. So, like, mm-hmm. they, they need to be out there if they want to earn their money. Not in the sense of... Uh, I mean, they still get paid if they're injured, but... They need to. They have so few opportunities to look good to keep, mm. you know, their contracts going, that they need to be playing every single game. Does that make sense? So that's yeah. how they should
2: design the NBA. Is make it like, hey, you don't have all the time in the world to sit.
1: Dude. Yeah. So see, what's, what compounds that is on top of it, the NBA. All their contracts are guaranteed. Mm. So you don't have to play at all, and you still get paid if you sign the contract. Now, so there's player, really no incentive. Yeah, if I was a player, I'd love that. <laughs> oh yeah, it's great for them. <laughs> I mean, it's great if you're in their situation. But, not judge that. Um, I guess don't be surprised either when you look up and your league's viewership's in decline, and you, you're sitting your stars all the yeah. time. You know, it's I like mean, that's,
2: there's something so, like Jordan wouldn't just sit for no reason.
1: I don't even think it's a Jordan thing. I think that whole era those guys really were like about I'm here to play. I'm, I'm gonna play, yeah, if I can. It's just and a different era now. So well, it's a very
0: analytical era. They, they didn't were, have their production companies they were worrying about. They yeah, they were they just had restaurants. That's true. They
1: didn't have so many irons in the fire. Yeah. Well and then when you see like the I think what really made it just off, well, it didn't help the situation at all, is last year you see Kawhi Leonard sit out 20 or so games on purpose because he said he wanted to rest for the playoffs. And then he ends up winning the championship. The Warriors end up losing because all their players are going down with major injuries. So all that does is validate this idea that, hey, we shouldn't go that hard. We should just sit out.
0: So take it easy, guys. And that really—I ha- <laughs>
1: think that actually hurt the league, uh, long term. That that all of that transpired because now it gives credence to that idea of load management, and you're seeing people be more and more liberal about it. You know?
0: Yeah.
1: Well, if I watch the NBA, I'd
2: agree with all of that.
1: <laughs> 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 but alas. Um, you know, Zion's not playing, so Keegan is not watching.
2: Yeah, I think that's only been my motive for watching. Is Zion on? No. See Zion!
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of Lowering the Rim. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lowering the And feel free to email us your fan questions, loweringtherim at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.